we actually blew our entire load before the podcast. Yeah, you guys were really spitting fire there for a minute. Um, Yeah. I basically the best thing we never recorded, I would say. Yeah, I was definitely... Uh, it was definitely the best that will ever probably exist on this call, and uh, it's lost the time forever. But that doesn't mean that we can't have a little bit of fun here on the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 122, where we have myself, your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. I'm a walk a walk a ding ding. I got, I got me a Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, you listeners, a very good evening to you. Went down to the store. They said, hey, good news. We're not all out at Doug Wilson's. Yeah, I'm here. And uh, Lucio Lorenzino's here. All the way from Argentina. All the way from 100% Argentina. 100% important. Calling us right now from Argentina. We got him he from the ethnic section. How, how, do you, how do you guys think I do on that order? Did it, did it, I try to mix it up so that nobody feels like they come first more often, you know? I guess I I'm always first. I guess I'm always first, so. Now that you're putting it out, I'm offended. Hmm. I've never, I've never cared or noticed. I just yeah, noticed that I come last a lot. Oh, well, it's not today. That's so. why the ladies love you. Doug's yeah. got the stamina. I mean, I, Wilson I keep going and going and going and going. Wilson's the end hurts. of the alphabet, so you would fall there. Doug, in order, in order to go first, you have to actually be here. Oh, shots Ooh. fired! Shots fired! Hey, we got a Is lot it? to, we got a lot to tell you guys about today, and why don't we start with the most important thing that we could talk about, which is a correction from last week's podcast, from our good friend Michael. Michael, what do you wish to tell the people? So, last week I talked about how the Mexican Coke phenomenon is garbage. Mm-hmm. Let's back up here. Last week you yelled about how... <laughs> yes, that's right. Talking is Mexican a little different. Mexican Coke is bad! <laughs> I don't that, sound exactly entirely sound like that. I thought that was you. <laughs> we have two Michaels on the podcast. <laughs> so, perhaps while I was making my impassioned argument... I may have misrepresented my point a little bit, and it's not that I do not think that Mexican Coke is indistinguishable from regular Coke, even though that is exactly what I said, so that's my question. You just think we should build a wall around Mexican Coke? Hmm. I do now, yes. Make the Coke pay for it. But are we inside with the Coke, or are we outside? Well, we hopefully we're inside with the delicious, succulent Coke. No, no, we're outside with all the high fructose keep, corn syrup. We need to stay healthy. The okay. idea is to keep the Mexican Coke out and keep the American Coke in. So, so Michael Anyhow. and I, Michael and I went to the store and we bought two cokes and did a blind taste test. You actually did it. We actually did yeah. it. This was important. So, our conclusion was that Jared could tell the difference. And I will admit that I myself felt like I could taste some difference, although I feel like if I wasn't specifically trying to fu- or search it out, I don't know is that I would really be able to tell. But, so Jared, why don't you tell them what you found? Uh, I believe I preferred the Mexican Coke a little bit, and I believe you preferred the uh, non-Mexican Coke a little Correct. bit. White man's Coke. Yes, exactly. Although I will, I will comment, Jared's comment was that he was pretty sure he could tell which one had the real sugar in it, and therefore he felt like he should choose that one. No, that's true. Yeah, uh, because, you know, you you, you assume that, uh, that, of course, it's going to be better. I will say the the uh, corn syrup one I mentioned tasted more acidic, I thought. Yes, I, I think I would agree, although I go back and say, I really don't know is that I could tell the difference if you told, or if you just gave me a Coke. and. But anyhow, I'm I've been doing my research. I'm super glad this up. Yeah, this was so you guys were dying to know, right? Yes. I have a soda rumor, I heard. 
<laughs> no, I don't want to know what's the soda rumor. I don't want to know where you heard a soda rumor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> soda enthusiast my... monthly, of course. <laughs> a good soda enthusiast doesn't reveal his sources. Okay, of course, naturally. So what? What's my the... soda rumor is that in stores this summer, Crystal Pepsi will be back. Really? Because they announced they were doing the limited run, but they were saying it was just going to be like a thousand bottles or something. I hear it's back in stores. Really? Why would you bring that back? Because the people demand it. Guess who's back? In the past. Back again. Crystal there, Pepsi. There are, there are certain back. things. There's certain things you would leave in the past. You like you would leave Hitler in the past. You wouldn't bring him there. I'd bring him here now. Yeah. Why? To blow his fucking mind. <laughs> he'd get here and he'd be like, he'd see the, he'd see selfie sticks and he'd be like, what? What he'd, happened? I mean, he would see he would see a lot of Jewish names in the movie industry. He'd see selfie sticks and he'd be like, "I was wrong. This is beautiful." What if What if Hitler's a time traveler and he actually went forward in time and he realized what okay. had become of the world and that's why he went back to kill all the Jews? Okay, okay, no huh. shit. This, this is how Lars von Trier got banned is, from like the film festivals. <laughs> I was I was uh, over in Spanish Harlem. I was walking around and I walked out of. Um, you know, I walk real quick into this uh, little supermarket slash bodega, and I walk out, and I swear to God, I see this 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 guy shopping right outside the store, um, and he looks exactly like Hitler, like exactly mustache. He's know, bringing it back. Potato face, everything. He looks exactly like him. Me and my friend look at each other, and we're like, you know, that dude, he looks like Hitler. I think Hitler's a time travel. Yeah, maybe it's him. I think, I think it's. I think it's just a. I think it's an intrepid, uh, mustachioed man who, um, you know, he, he's going he's gonna to try and bring it back. I, I, and I salute you, sir, because it is an interesting mustache, and it's a shame that one person had to go and ruin it for everybody else. <laughs> I mean, you never didn't ruin it. Charlie Chaplin made it good. Yeah, no, you, but you just, you just you just wear the mustache. And you tell everyone you're wearing the trophy chap. I mean, it, it's ruined. And then, and then you go to a bat mitzvah. You can tell it's ruined because right. you saw a guy with it and you said that guy looks like Hitler. He looks like, <laughs> well, no, no, he looked. Like, you're not getting me. I didn't say just the mustache like the I say he looked exactly like. You know what? You live you in Harlem, and he was a fucking hipster. You, you didn't say it. like he looks like legendary <laughs> comedian Charlie Chaplin. Because he didn't look like Charlie Chaplin, he looked like Hitler. He said he looks like, like legendary Jew gasser Hitler. He looked like Hitler. If you, if you if you put this guy next to a picture of Hitler, you're gonna go. That guy was Hitler. Hitler Hitler shops at a, at, a, at a Dominican grocery in Spanish Harlem. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that just doesn't sound like him. But I'm gonna go that with. Sounds it. exactly like everything I read. In this I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. Um, let's oh, talk people, about Hitler. And I think I think that's also a great premise for Gustavo's Creed. I feel like I feel like we've moved away from video games a bit, hey, I and I want to. I, I have one more soft drink rumor. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I can't resist that. Ecto cooler, you guys. Well, that's not a rumor. That's coming back. Oh, uh, so that's, there. That's my confirmed. confirmed. That's confirmed. Uh, that's why. That's why my rumors are the best. Will it be as good as it was when you were a child? Pitch Black mm, is also back. Probably. Okay. No, you you can't just like read an article and call it a rumor. Let's go tacos level bullshit. No, I've, I'm doing that right now. Guys, did you hear? I've, I've heard a rumor. There's <laughs> going to be an election this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's there's a rumor that Donald that, Trump that, won some primaries. That's a some, I've heard it said that there might be a Jew running. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> not to the Spanish, end. Spanish Harlem Hitler's not going to like that. 
Um, no, no, to no, close no. out our soda talk, I just want to mention that in blind How taste tests, people soda? overwhelmingly <laughs> prefer American Coke. <laughs> well, yeah, because they love like the Donald Trump. They love the delicious Bernie taste of acid. Yes, exactly. And that's now why, we can leave it be. That's the taste of freedom, sir. And you keep American Coke for you poor Americans. All right. Uh, I mean, you still have to pay a, a buck twenty-five for. I gotta bring this. I gotta bring this back to games by letting everyone know that your Why? favorite Lionsgate films are now available on Steam. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that? I, I, one more I thing about Mexican Coke. <laughs> here's here's fifteen <laughs> weird facts about Mexican Coke. That you Wait, uh, maybe, that, maybe that exists. Let's let's look it up. Let's see what it we gives can you find. erections. I'm pretty sure Buzzfeed has done one at some point. <laughs> He's really googling Mexican. it. Coke. Lionsgate and Steam. Let's see. 30 kick-ass and interesting facts about Coca-Cola. I don't. So, can we all agree that none of us want it? Alright. If you so, read that, if you read that, I'm just gonna edit it out. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna cut right when you start, and I'm going to cut right to when you finish. You don't So you, you don't can waste you can waste the time if you want. <laughs> you don't even want one? I will cut out anything that starts with a number and is about Mexican Coke. <laughs> Because guys, we're a video game podcast. We got to talk about all these films. That actually was really interesting. (laughs) I could see that was a very interesting fact. It's a shame that no one's going to hear it. <laughs> truly, truly interesting. Um, well, I heard you can watch bad films on Steam now. Hey, they're not bad. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's the first time good. that I've seen Jay not wanting to talk about movies. I mean, was like, oh, I want to talk about movies. I want to talk about movies. And then, like, now we're talking about movies. I want to talk about movies. I haven't wanted to talk about movies for three years because every video game movie is shit. Here's... I like suggested it once ages ago that we talk about a movie. Here's the thing. Um, the movies are. I think you. Oh, you're just renting them. Okay, they're all just rentals. They're all just rentals. And they're. All... I, I mean, I, I, I guess, I guess I don't understand, like, what the problem is for people. Like, like people are complaining about this, right? There are a lot of articles up complaining about it and all that shit. Um, I don't see what the problem is. Just hide the lines, gate tag. You hide everything else you don't want to see. Here's my you question. Hide... <laughs> What's the deal with airline penis? What? No, no. <laughs> All of the all of the movies, every single one of them is three ninety nine to rent, except mm-hmm. for Twelve Rounds Three Lockdown, starring WWE superstar Dean Ambrose, who takes on the dirty cops who framed him for, for homicide in this action packed thriller. It's four ninety nine. How did that happen? What is so great about this? Doesn't that sound like the best movie of the year? It, it actually probably has something to do with WWE because they have their own little thing going on and they think they can sell their shit for more to like bustling fans it's just weird because they're right right below it you have you know like conan the barbarian a movie that's worth 4.99 being sold for 3.99 i don't know you think conan the barbarian was worth 4.99 i yes it has everything. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're talking about is no, no, no. The thing is, Jared's grandfather used to buy it for four ninety nine. You know, back in the olden days. 
And we, so now he thinks all movies should be more. We should all we should all be so lucky as to pay four ninety nine. Right, so 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 this is this is the thing about Lionsgate movies, right? It's it's not. I'm actually pretty surprised that it took a big studio this long to get on Steam. For starters, Steam has done movies for a while, right? They've done a ton of. They started as video game related films, but then it ended up being indie films. Like if you knew the platform exists, you could show on Steam. Um, and it's a little surprising to me that Steam just now started this partnership with Lionsgate, uh, especially because a lot of studios are increasingly interested in doing like video on demand, mm-hmm. which is frankly a good thing. Like I would, I would much prefer if, if um, a movie came out and I could easily access it on whatever my choice selection is. Yeah. Um, and now it makes sense because, you know, first we have a number of people on this podcast that just hook up their PCs to their television screens anyway. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to be watching this on a tiny screen. Um, but second of all, you have the Steam box now, which is, you know, mm-hmm. something that you can easily carry through your house or whatever and then access movies that way. Um, you know, the rental prices about fall in line with the rental prices on YouTube and Amazon. It's nothing kind of like out of bounds. I think everyone jumps to the Netflix and Hulu comparison. Which is really a bad comparison because it's not the same. Like one's a subscription service. Uh, the the model that Steam is clearly basing themselves on is clearly the Amazon and YouTube model. Mm. Um, and the prices seem about to fall in line with what Amazon um, charges, depending on the movie. In fact, in some cases, you're getting it cheaper than Amazon. Uh, a little more expensive than YouTube, but you know, much much cheaper than Amazon, even for rental. Um, and I, yeah, I, I guess, I guess, I just don't see the issue. I think everyone's like, oh, but this is a game platform. What about my video games? It's like, come on, guys. The quality of video games on Steam wasn't all that great. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I think you're right. I, I think there's enough room for everybody. We can all have fun together. I do wish that Steam would do something about uh, sorting your library a little better. Uh, and, and I agree maybe, with you. Maybe this is more a problem for us because we get so many keys for shit and and have you know way more games. But um, I, like I bought the Telltale collection forever ago, and <laughs> Telltale used to put all of their games as separate entries for each episode. Right. So I've got like five slots for Monkey Island, and <laughs> I want to condense that somehow. But it's even worse for me, and I had to hide this from the, my timeline because. Um, it, you know, in the early days of Enemy Slime, you know, the, 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 the nice prank was always to get me, um, stupid visual novel, right? So it'd be something like Cherry, Cherry Tree Comedy High, and then... Yeah, and Long three years later, and you still, still can't say it right. Still not any better. <laughs> and then, and then Long of the Queen and all that. I, I mean, you, you wouldn't say it right either, if you had, a, if you... We're confronted with whatever that is. Cherry uh, Tree High Comedy Club. All Jay. right, well, thank you, Michael. You can review it. <laughs> um, all right. We'll send it to you. Anyway, the my point is now I get these fucking visual novels suggested to me all the time that I want nothing to do with. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, come and find the quirky story of Pico and her friends, and I'm like, oh, I really don't give a shit, Steam. Please stop showing me these. Um, I actually had to hide that entire genre from my timeline just so that Steam doesn't recommend it to me anymore. Is there a place uh, that we can see it so we know what to get you? No, <laughs> no, we'll find it. We'll we'll find it. <laughs> I feel like Jared's answer is more correct. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. I found a game. I, mean, I still get I still get stupid shit like that. Like I have, uh, let's see, I have I have one thousand lies right now, and I'm sure. Yep, it's exactly what I don't want. Yeah, Zilla dreams. 
That sounds hot. So, um, but anyway, that, to, to bring it back to the point of Lionsgate, I, I agree that we need a better way to sort kind of what's recommended to us and a better way to sort our libraries and all that. And that's the only big problem I see with um, Lionsgate. Like when, when the vibe first hit, I saw nothing but VR games being recommended to me. And I'm like, I, I don't want any of this shit. I don't own a vibe. I can't afford a vibe. Please stop showing me these. Well, there you go. So fix it, Steam. Would you can have movies, but you got to fix this other stuff. They don't people actually down. people actually pay for videos on YouTube. I I I rent movies on Amazon pretty regularly. Yeah, me too. Because they finally made it easier than pirating it. Like yeah, it it's simple enough that that I'll Suckers. actually do it. I I rent it especially if I want to watch like a classic movie or something. I just I just turn on my PS4 and open up Amazon and then. I'm good to go. I was a little upset because I rented RoboCop 2 and didn't watch it in, in my time allotted, and so now i got to pay for it again. Yeah, that, that happened to me too. I don't know about that. Uh, I'm not going to say what movie I rented, though. And I will pay for it again because i got to see RoboCop. What happens to RoboCop? I hope he's okay. He's he not. He no, better not he's die. He's not. <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see him dying at the end. I don't, don't Is RoboCop 2 where they introduced that gigantic hamburger-looking robot? What? Yeah, Robocop. Robocop Two is the one. Um, you remember when Bill Clinton a couple weeks ago he was like, um, um, "Can't say that I do." Are super predators that are that are hopped up on crack. Oh, that that's literally the plotline of Robocop Two. I remember they literally saying lure, that, but... they lure a teenage boy and they get him hopped up on drugs and then they send him out to commit violent crimes. I believe also that Robocop Two. I think it's the final film by Irvin Kirshner, the director of Empire Strikes Back. What a legacy. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good legacy. Yeah, I, that's not bad to close out on RoboCop 2. To be like, all right, I'm going to die now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about uh, some other news here that we've got. Uh, Supergiant announced their new game. It's called Pyre, and that's everything we know about it. That was easy. That was so simple. So let me ask you I, something. So we Darren. have two conflicting opinions. Okay, I go. Want to say, I, I want to say I want to say that that Jared loves the game, and Lucio doesn't does not seem to like it. That's I want to know. I want to know why Jared hates everything. <laughs> I don't. He only seems to love. Um, what do I love? Uncharted Four. Oh, I do love Uncharted Four. Ooh, we're gonna talk about that in a minute too. Oh every boy! Time, every time the on the other side, he hates music. Huge caveman. What happened, Jared? I don't even, I like. I like lots of music. I'm actually probably most forgiving of music, more so than. Hey, I, I, I think. It, I think. It was, I think it was specifically music in this game because we discussed. Okay, no, uh, I. I do. Okay, I. 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 Uh, I, I love a good folk tune as much as the next guy. Uh, Super giant, come up with something new. You did it. You did it twice. Find, hire a new person. So is it specifically just because Supergiant does this similar theme each time that you're tired of it? Yeah, I'm just tired of it. I didn't think it was very good in Bastion, and it's not becoming more Let's endearing. See. It's becoming less endearing. I thought Transistor was like it right on the mark. Yeah. I mean, I didn't play as much Transistor. Uh, I finished Bastion. I didn't finish Transistor. So I, I don't know. Um, but I just think I, I saw the trailer, and I, I kind of absentmindedly clicked it. And didn't even notice that it was super giant. And about halfway through, I was like, "Oh, this is super giant," and <laughs> that's fine. Like, that's actually probably a good thing. Like, they'd probably be proud yeah. of that. 
Um, but it just it doesn't do anything for me. Like it just I, I don't go like oh this is coffee stained. I like that you haven't answered the question. What happened? What was what was the trauma that made you so bitter? That made me like not like everything. Yes, it's probably my heightened intelligence. It's probably the video game. In general. <laughs> are you are you euphoric, Jared? It's it's probably it's probably how I'm smarter than everyone, and so <laughs> I I can't. Are you euphoric right now? <laughs> I guess. So can, can can I can I talk about how I extrapolated that? Because I guess for the listener, we didn't quite define what happened. It's it's fire. It's a strategy RPG. Party-based they, they RPG. Call it, they call it a party-based RPG. My, my bad. Um, mm-hmm. And it seems to be music-based. I guess your party is made up of band members or something. Yeah. Is it? Good. I didn't get that from it. What did you get from it? I don't really know. <laughs> so, it looks like you're okay. riding around in some kind of caravan or perhaps a pyre. <laughs> I, I extrapolated that the reason... Bernie man the game. That that the reason for you singing like like songs and singing in bands and RPGs don't mix for you is because of Radical Dreamers and Chrono Cross. I mean, I Chrono Cross has great music, uh, although I will admit yeah, that but they had they they had that band Radical Dreamers. Okay, yeah, awful. and that band is awful. I'll give you that. Um, but it can't be Rhapsody. No, Rhapsody's uh, we, Rhapsody's fine. We both right. Rhapsody was, was was an okay RPG. I was just, I was just being, I, I don't want to say facetious, but I was just bluntly answering when Lucio asked, like, do, why do you hate music or something? He's like, what is your problem with this? And I said, all music is bad. I didn't necessarily uh, mean that. I just wanted to agitate a little bit, but no, I do you, think, you, you, I just you want to know what happened until you betrayed you. I just think that, uh, I, I, I don't know. There's something, I like lots of music. I like lots of music in games. Uh, is it because Radiohead hasn't released a new album in forever? I think it's great when when Gla- <laughs> dude, you don't even you don't even know the half of that shit. I wouldn't about even Radiohead. Yeah, I know Radiohead. I wouldn't even know where to start with that fucking mess. <laughs> Why don't you start now? We put it in the Mexican folk section. Oh my good god! No, it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's eating hey. away at me. The so, Mexican so that- folk section is for business only. <laughs> if someone would make, I'm just, I'm just I'm just mad that people won't hear my one weird fact. Yeah, I know. It's going to be rough. <laughs> Doug, that fact can't stay either. <laughs> well, I'm why sure it would stay if Rose Byrne drank Mexican Swift This is just, like, this is just like Donald Trump going against Univision. You can't censor Mexican culture. I, I think I did, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I think when you listen to this back later on, you will discover that I did. I have a pretty good idea. This is, this is the land of the free, so we're going to censor Mexican Coke. I might even censor the word Mexican Coke. <laughs> uh, you're you're going to keep my part in there, though, right? Because it's a legitimate correction. I don't even know what I'll do with that. We'll see. Well, I, maybe I'll try and edit it so it looks like you said everything wrong or something. I don't know. Um, I've, been trying, I've been trying to save clips of all you guys like agreeing with something, like saying, yes, I agree, and then someday I'm going to insert them into an argument that I'm losing. Ah, uh, good luck with that. We never agree on anything. <laughs> I will admit it's been difficult. I You're disagree the biggest with fucking contrarian see, there are. I, I disagree with that, Michael. Plan, hey, hey. Now hey. that you mentioned your plan, we're never going to agree with you ever again. Yes, I agree, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I fucked it up. Get them in. Anyway, so yeah, Pyre's coming out. I don't know. I, I don't know. We don't know really anything about it. Um, maybe it'll be super cool. It'll probably. But, but, but now that we know what what it said, you we can. I 
mean, I, here's the thing. I am I am big enough to be able to admit that while it does not do anything for me, that they, they are both universally beloved games from a universally beloved studio. I'm sure this one will be fine too. There's no indication. It, it's it, to me, it looks like you're just going to get more of the same. So I think everybody's going to be happy. I mean, um, yeah. I don't yeah. agree with that. I don't love those guys. <laughs> I, I disagree. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. All right. Well, guys, bad news. Uncharted 4, uh, some dickhead in England sold a copy of it to someone two weeks before the game comes out. And, and, and now, so now Naughty Dog is not releasing it at all. Ooh, that'd be great. Yeah, I like that. Or if they did like a if they did like a Wu Tang Clan thing and just uh, burned all the copies but one and then auctioned it <laughs> off to Martin Shirkelly. What does the oh, guy man. keep coming up in this podcast? I just like to say his name. <laughs> Jared's really mad that he can't Martin get some Shikelli, medicine he needs. Can't say Mexican Coke. I think that's rude. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the retailer is called CEX. Uh, it sounds like they mostly sell used games, but for whatever reason, when when a major title comes out, they'll buy a run of it. And so, <laughs> the oh, we, have, we, have, we have all sorts of places <laughs> like that in the ghetto. There's uh, there is a couple other retailers that almost did stuff with Uncharted. It looks like um, Redbox, because because remember the game's been delayed, and this is one of its original release dates. One of it has had several. Uh, and I guess Redbox posted on Twitter that it was available today, um, and it's, it's not, of course. And then uh, a lot of people on Amazon reported that they had uh, their orders for the game changed to, like, shipping and, and got, like, delivery dates and stuff. But so far, it doesn't sound like anybody. I think they caught them all, and, and nothing got sent out. But if you don't want to know what happens at the end of Uncharted, I would probably get off the internet. Um, I, I, I have a guess. Dude, what's your guess, Jay? I, I, I guess that Nathan Drake does something crazy. Whoa. <laughs> I hope Nathan so. Nathan Drake kindles the first flame. Boy, shouldn't we all hope so? <laughs> Nathan Drake gets a small business loan and opens his own uh, bookstore. Oh, that sounds that's, nice. That's pretty crazy. And Nathan then it Drake. blows up. <laughs> oh, shit. And he runs away from it as it explodes. I think Sully should give but him a small... <laughs> I think Sully should give him a small loan of a million dollars. I, I, I think I think that, that after the bookstore explodes, I think Nathan should say something like, well, that closes the book on that chapter. <laughs> oh, damn. Guys, Boy, we got to make this happen now. Guys, we don't, even need, we don't even need to play Uncharted now. We did it better. <laughs> we fixed an already perfect game. It's already I, done. An, another franchise saved by enemy slime. <laughs> Nailed it. One, one right after another. Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, yeah, they should just hire us to make video games. Yeah, if you want your crappy series fixed by Enemy Slime, <laughs> write us. Yeah, write to us. Contact <laughs> enemyslime.com. We can fix whatever series you have. We can infuse whatever video game you've got with just the right amount of soda pop culture knowledge. Yep. Uh, do you guys say soda or pop? We say soda up here. We say soda too. Everybody says soda? Okay. I say fizzy bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the British way of saying it. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm There's a black British man. Thank you very much. Dear me, bring me a fizzy bubble. <laughs> you what, mate? Go on, get me that fizzy bubble. <laughs> fizzy bubble. All right, I'll start saying that from now on. Um, the guys at the restaurants are going to be real confused. 
nobody ever orders a soda anyway, right? You wouldn't walk into a place. I guess you should try that. Be like, I'll have a soda and then see what they bring you. <laughs> I mean, if you do that, I feel like if you do that in certain parts of the country, you're just going to get like subs or water. Yeah, it should just be club soda, right? I would think. I mean, in Spanish, yeah, that would be what you get if you order a soda. Uh, in other news, uh, Atlas and NIS have decided to split ways. They're no longer bros. They're no longer. I mean, it sounds like they wish each other well in their in their journeys, um, but they just they have decided that they just don't. Uh, they're not compatible, and they should see other people. Uh, specifically, Atlas is seeing Sega, who purchased them a little bit earlier. Uh, I think I think seeing is a bit of a, an understatement. Uh, being completely they're being dominated. Raw, yeah, they're, they're kind of yeah, they're kind of getting raw dogged by by Sega. In front of us. Well, I'm like, but baby, I love you. And they're like, well, take his cock out of your ass. Did did NIS, um, <clears throat> did they that even, did they even publish any Atlas stuff in the US? I think it was just Europe where they did. That's a big no, because in the, no, because in the US, Atlas is its own publishing company. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, and then that's weird thing to me because, like, it's always, I always feel like NIS and Atlas are publishing this one and that one. And I didn't really follow it anymore. So, the, the Odin Sphere re release is going to be the last Atlas developed game published by NIS. And, and it's weird, too, because they're called NIS America, but these games are all published in Europe. Uh, that that shows you America rules the world. So I mean, maybe maybe it shouldn't have been working this way anyway. Like we're all going to be a lot less confused now. Right. That's like a, that's that's something that's a relationship that was destined to fail. But uh, let's see. What did they say here? Uh, Atlas became very picky about selecting the European publishing partner after it was bought by Sega. Uh, it always cherry picked its publishing partner based on who offered the highest minimum guarantee on a title by title basis. I noticed that it was very difficult for NIS to establish an equal partnership with Atlas. Uh, that is um, the company's managing director that mentioned that. So, uh, anyway, that's what's going on there. So, if you if you pick up your copy of Persona later this year in, in Europe and you're confused by the labeling on the box, now you know why. Right, that's the thing. It shouldn't really make much difference. It's just interesting that they're kind of splitting so soon. Yeah, yeah. It is, like, it is, uh, yeah. It's it was a weird partnership to begin with, you know? Right. I mean, no, I don't think so. They're like bread and butter or uh, peanut butter. And I, you, just, you just know that all the weird girly crap, all the weird girly Japanese crap comes from one of those two. Peanut butter and pickles. Peanut butter like and pickles. If it if it's schoolgirls short skirts with pink hair, it's probably NIS or Atlas. One or both of them. I mean, they, <laughs> hey. they they're the only company that ever gave me tissues as swag. At uh, speak, speaking at of ladies, event. speaking of ladies, um, can't you finally be a lady in Rust? <laughs> you can. Uh, actually, they they posted kind of an interesting blog about that. Um, so they they released a patch forever ago that assigned you a race based off your Steam ID, right? And then this most uh, it's, it wasn't the most recent patch; it was two two patches ago. They finally uh, introduced women uh, female models, and so everybody got a reroll basically. So uh, y- your entire character was randomly regenerated. So some people switched race, some people switched gender, some people switched both. Um, 
and uh, they they looked at a lot of the complaints that they got because of course they got complaints. And, what? Yeah, believe it or not, that doesn't sound like the gaming community. I like. Why didn't they get compliments? I like. Uh, is it is it Newman? Is it Gary Newman? I feel like that's a singer. The guy who did Cars. It's Gary Newman. Yeah, it is yeah. Gary Newman, but it's with two R's. Um, he basically, he posted a blog which said, (laughs) basically, I understand that some of you are upset that you can't play as, um, the gender that you identify with. And then he said, now you know how 50% of our players felt, um, you know, for the past, however long we didn't have female characters and basically just completely dismissed the whole thing. Like, I understand this made you mad and I'm sorry that you're mad. Like, that's too bad. He doesn't sound wait, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. And that's too bad. This is a stupid point, though. Because there's a very really good chance that if you're a woman, you still can play as a woman. Right, there's right. There's, in fact, a 50-50 chance. Yeah, in, in fact... So it's a stupid fucking point to make. In fact, there's a really good chance that if you're a woman, you're crappy at video games anyway. So, moot point. My wife my wife got on the game, and she's actually still a dude. So, And I, I don't think I've met a single... A uh, woman on that game who is not a dude. Actually, it's all the dudes who became ladies. I don't know. I don't know. I or, should see what I. I mean, it's just. just a, I, I was. I was. Whatever. Cool with this until now. Now I'm like against it. Stupid fucking point. What? Because of Gary Gary Newman tweeted something. Yes. What? I don't understand you, why it's a stupid you sound, point. You sound really upset too. It's a stupid point to make. What? Are you mad that people are upset, or are you mad at Gary Newman's response? I don't, I don't understand. Why is this, I'm out of the response. What's stupid about the point? He just said, hey, now you know how women felt when they had to be guys, so deal because with it. Because women might still be, be guys. You can choose the right. gender. He's not saying that he solved the problem. He's saying, now you know how other people feel when they were in the same situation that you're now in. Typical that angry Argentinian. Anyway, the interesting part is they, I, I, they, did I, a lot of, uh, they did a lot of demographics to figure out where like the angry people are. And they determined that most of the people who were mad about, because some people were actually mad about race too, and uh, he, oh, that's, they, yeah, that's given. They found that most of those people are in um, uh, Russia, actually. Weirdly enough, and, mm, no, and, it's weird, really. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't know that Russia had like a big issue with that. Oh, yeah. like the types who might oh, be yeah. mad to be a black guy. But uh, they found that the uh, the uh, outrage regarding gender was mostly relegated to the United States, of course. Um. So I see. I'm looking. I'm looking at the the model on Face Punch's. Um, look at the female models, and I see that they have um, actually went through some trouble to model those vaginas. A little that's really bit. Interesting. That's, that's really interesting for something that's just going to be blurred out. They're well. They're not blurred out. You can turn off censorship. Oh, you can. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can. And that's actually because uh, you, you have to to see how big your dick is. And so you can uh, judge other people. I always just assume because my dick was always clipping through my pants. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good reason, too. Uh, a problem we'd all like to have. But, but yes, uh, you, you can turn off censorship. And uh, the vagina is probably the least detailed part. Uh, it's just kind of like a bump, like a weird-looking skin bump that they have. That's what they are. Um, that's but, what I assumed it was when I was in middle school. But it's interesting. Like, uh, there's a lot of other kind of randomly, like you, people have moles and stuff like that, uh, that are kind of randomly placed on their body sometimes. And I uh, should I should check out what I've become. You I'm should. You should. I'm a funny looking Indian man now. <laughs> 
I'm really I've got a hell of a six pack. I'm really kind of kind of I don't want to say scrawny. I'm like kind of gangly, and uh, I'm very very. I, there's no way to say this without being racist, but I'm very red. Like I'm a very red man. Um, so if any, I, 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 I feel sure like you edit before, that on the podcast. If Jesus. Any, if anybody wants to smoke a peace pipe with me later on Rust, <laughs> I feel like. I'm so see, you said Indian. I, I thought you meant like like yeah, like a pool. Indian. No, it's actually it's actually kind of both. Uh, if I'll I'll show you guys, and it's it's this weird cross. It's this odd cross. I look very strange. I'm not. You're multiracial. I'm not unhappy about it. I don't care. It doesn't matter at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you are you are a sinner in the eyes of Mormon Church now. I'm like an Indian Indian, a Native American Indian. How does how does that translate? How does that translate? How does Rush translate into Mormonism? Like, what if you're a white guy, but then in Rush Rust you're punished by being black? I mean, I guess you shouldn't be playing Rust anyway because it's an M-rated <laughs> video game. And you're not technically supposed to consume that. Bishop Someone might say a bad word. Uh, they probably will anyway. Like they're gonna play it anyway. But uh, there's some there's some spank material in Rust, so you gotta watch out. I don't know that, um, that lady. Model I feel like I feel like hot. if you need to use Rust to get your jollies off, and you are really indeed sheltered. Anyway, I did the exact same thing I did when they removed zombies, which is I went on Steam and looked at the announcement and looked at all the comments and found every single person who said, I'm quitting this game and never playing it again. And then I checked their profiles and guess what they're playing right now? <laughs> so it's one of those things where everybody gets mad about it, but then nobody actually does. It's basically... Every time Rust does something like this, it triggers the "I'm moving to Canada" if the person I don't like becomes president. Uh, and I, I feel like I feel like that's something that was very common in like World of Warcraft, where every single little change would. Oh, this carry is the end. Threat. This is the end for me. I'm unsubscribing yeah. from this. This hot mess. <laughs> I'm never playing again. And then you look them up tomorrow, and they're right there. Yeah, nobody's actually. I've never seen, and I'm not shitting you. I, I can't find a single person who has said that they're quitting this game uh, over something like that and then actually quit. Um, <laughs> I have found other people who, but like, this is, we this made is the thing that's weird about it. We knew that you were going to be playing um, maybe a lady for a while. Yeah, if you follow the developer blog, a lot of people don't know about shit that's in the pipes. And, I mean, it's hard to know sometimes if you don't read, like, their their weekly patch notes or whatever. But, like, they're developing an XP system right now that's going to replace blueprints in the game. And uh, there's there's still a lot of people who have no idea that that's coming. And it's just going to get... <laughs> well, they'd be surprised. It's just going to get dropped on them one day. So we'll see how that goes. It's, it's going to go well. It, it'll go. It'll go the same way all this fucking shit goes, where they're gonna whine about it like little babies. Like, I'm gonna quit, and I'm then back. and then they're gonna keep playing like they always do. So that's just how it is. Um, so can so can we officially add Rust to Dead Horse? I guess sure. I don't, do we talk about it that much? I play it that <laughs> I think much. We, I feel like we talk about it consistently on the last several podcasts. Oh, we don't need to talk about it ever again. We've always had updates. Yeah, there's nothing left to say about it. Jared is an Indian Indian. Yeah, I'll send you guys a picture. <laughs> and a big racist, apparently. I'll, I'll send you guys a picture of me. I am an Indian Indian. Maybe, You'll maybe. see what I mean. Does, when that you... mean does that mean, Jared, that you have to get into a bloody war with yourself now? You'll see what I mean when you see it. It'll all make sense. The Dutch people never exploited the Indians, did they? I don't, I don't know. They exploited Africans. I don't know. The Dutch they, they people exploded. definitely exploited Indians where I'm from. I didn't, didn't know they that have the... a Dutch East 
India company of some sort. I have never yeah, heard was, of the was, Dutch was, doing the, anything bad to anyone. That doesn't sound the right. Dutch, it was the Dutch East Indian Company. Last I heard, they just grew a bunch of tulips and windmills like a... They grew a windmill? Yeah, they grew a windmill. They just built a bunch of dikes. What, what a magnificent agricultural achievement. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What has Argentina done for me lately? Because the windmill is a pretty amazing thing. Jared, shut up, you little dyke plugger. <laughs> no can say that. He's black. You know what, guys? Turn in your wooden shoes. You're not allowed to, to have them anymore. All right, gladly. I will give you all my wooden shoes. Because there's another, there's another gift that the Dutch gave to the world that oh, apparently man. you don't even care about. Should we talk about games? I, I'm watching yeah. my cat twitch. No, I, I think we're doing great. Here. Uh, how about, uh, how about, uh, how do we say it? Is it Aryan? Orion? Ar? Orion? Or, it's just Orion. Orion. Yeah. Like Aura. 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 Eon. How are you guys finding Orion? I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. Well, that was easy. <laughs> I mean, it's got, Good night, everybody. it's definitely got some problems, but I, 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 I mean, just... yeah, it's rough around the edges, but there's a lot of it to like. It's... I, I, I think, you know, I guess I guess this show should probably primarily talk about because he's played more than me, but I think the big thing for me with Orion is this, right? It's no it's no worse than um some some um some of the JRPGs that have been imported over here in terms of just controls and localization and all that kind of stuff. Like I've definitely played JRPGs that are in far worse state um than Orion is. Yeah. Even recently, <clears throat> like shit like Operation Abyss that I've reviewed for the website. Like, that's in a far, far worse state than, like, Orion, and I think it's uh, pretty far up there. It's definitely, like, you can tell uh, this is a place where they didn't really have access to all the correct resources. There's some weird stuff with the control that I feel like might be more of a regional thing than anything else. Um, it's also um, a bit rougher on the edges in terms of, like, some animations. And, like, there's two animations. There are either beautifully fluid, detailed animations, and then there's, like... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like there's 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 a lot of like the prince, like the main character that you play as. Yeah. Um, he's he's really well animated, but then you'll see some character who's only in the game for maybe just that that scene or that chapter, and mm-hmm. like they were just they're just so stilted, and it's like a a freshman flash course. Um, and yeah. so it's, it's really it's really clear that they spent a lot of time animating certain characters over others. Mm. I seem to recall that the prince would like jump up and do like this swan dive engulfed in energy and it'd be so beautiful that it'd make me cry and yep. then he'd like walk across the screen it was looked like he was made out of like old FedEx boxes <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about right <laughs> I mean not necessarily him but, but, he, but the other characters definitely um, the, 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 the prince they cleaned up a lot like the prince they, they put the most detail into and all that so good, good. Um, same thing with his wife yeah yeah. She she moves really really nicely. His wife's still kind of a hottie. Mm, she moves real nice. Yeah, his his wife's still a hottie. All right. Yeah, she's pretty hot actually. Yeah, she's still like very smoking. Mm-hmm. You would definitely beat her jungle drums. I don't know if I can answer that as a white person. <laughs> <laughs> which brings to the next point, which is pretty interesting because okay. you know from from the from the novelty of it being. You know, a game made in Africa with like, you know, no electricity and 
writing the code on paper or whatever the fuck is that they did to get around that. Yeah, I think what they did was they wrote the code on paper and then they mailed it to someone in the United States. <laughs> exactly. That's like crazy. <laughs> That's also all right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like there's some stuff that you, just, you don't see a lot in video games, like the fact that they're actually married and shit. I don't know. It's just weird to me, and it's, it's nice and interesting. Well, I don't think I, that's I, I interesting think, at all, and I think it's terrible. I I, <laughs> I, I, I think I think with Orion, um, the the thing that I like so much about it is that it reminds. Well, there's actually a lot I like about it, um, and I want to go into that a little bit, um, you know, without without dwelling on the problem so much. But the 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 main RPG series that Orion actually reminds me of is. Um, the Tales series. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that anyone besides me has really played that here. Has anyone? Yeah, I've played uh, Abyss and Symphonia. Okay, and so you play, you play basically the best ones. I own honestly. one other one that I think I never opened. I don't know what it's called. I think, I think Abyss and, um, and Symphonia... You know, I, I, I kind of disagree with players on Symphonia. People love Symphonia. I didn't love it that much. I love Abyss. Abyss is like one of my favorites of all time. This one is more like um, Eternia, which was one that was released, I think, originally for the PlayStation, but it was hard to get out here or something, and they called it something else, uh, kind of like the Final Fantasy thing, um, which confused a lot of people. And then they released it for the PSP. But Eternia is probably Orion's closest relative in terms of gameplay, in that the gameplay is a little difficult, but it's very rewarding once you pull off like this, the super big combos and all that kind of shit. Um, and that's a, that's kind of the closest rel- relative in terms of um, just gameplay, maybe even overall quality and storyline and all that. Um, and Eternia is actually one of my favorite uh, RPGs, along with Abyss. Like I think if you if you ask me my favorites from from the Tales series, I would say Abyss and Eternia are my favorites. Uh, so these these aren't bad comparisons at all. But the other thing that I like about this particular game so much is that even though the English is a little rough, and they just released an English patch today. I think what's so great about the game is that, yeah, it's a serious storyline. It's taking you on a serious journey, but it has a sense of humor about it. And I think a lot of video games, not even just RPGs, but a lot of video games in general are just utterly lacking in terms of having a sense of humor anymore. It's something you yeah. used to be able to find all the time. And, like, you know, it's in, it's in Uncharted and all that, but you just look at so many video games and all of them are just so dry and serious. And, oh, this is the worst thing ever. You're in a fun, colorful world. Isn't that depressing? It's like, you know, Orion's not like that. Orion's like, it has a sense of, of fun and humor. And, and um, you know, the, the, the main characters are funny and charismatic. And I think I really enjoy that about the story. And the relationship is well done. Like, you know, like they're husband and wife and they fight and stuff. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's, a, it's kind of refreshing to see something like that. I, yeah, uh, and I think I, I think I think their relationship, their dynamic is refreshing, you know. And I think it's just uh, they they have something very unique because you're never getting stories from this region, um, and so you know you have something that's alternative to the typical kind of take on the medieval European fantasy, um, which is great. Like the first major arc is uh, about basically refugees fleeing somewhere and getting stuck. You know, stuck in in like a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it make considering where they're from makes perfect sense, and I don't think it's something that you see a lot. And and even uh, even beyond that, like I I want to say that there's there's some stuff, um, even just kind of of my own history growing up that you're like you know I I'm never going to see that in a video game. Like the there's 
there's the story of the, the griot, right? And the griot is basically um, this, this wandering spirit slash storyteller who's responsible for passing down all the stories of the tribe. And it's something, you know, that's like a, a, an African folktale that you hear even growing up as like a black American. Uh, Doug knows what I'm talking about. Hell and, yeah, you know, I do. The, the, <laughs> don't trade don't the stories of the griot and all that. And it's like, you know, so finally I turn on this video game and, you know, they, they start using the griot as like this mythos. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. That's actually a part of, of what I grew up with. And I never thought I would see that in a video game because no one's, you know, talking about that shit. Um, so I, I don't know. I, 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 felt, I feel like stuff like that is just kind of cool for me in particular because there's, there's not usually a chance for me to kind of connect to the narrative in that particular way. Um, yeah. What is happening with the English patch? Uh, cause the game was written with French as a primary language. And apparently, uh, from the demo that we played early on to release, um, it sounds like the translation did not improve very much, but I guess they're fixing that. Like it's being patched out. So the main story is, is, the story that they tell in their discussions is that um, they were getting good scores and people liked the game or wanted to like the game, but translation was a huge hurdle for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I don't feel like it was a huge hurdle for me because I definitely seen JRPGs translated worse, but, you know, different age, different people. Um, so I feel like, so their, their story was that they wanted to get the game out as soon as possible um, without having to delay it much more. They didn't want to delay it for the... English patch, and so they had another team. I think the team is located in in Britain, uh, in London. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But I think their their their, their team is located in the UK. Um, and and that team was going to retranslate the entire thing into English. And now it's like 13 days after launch, and now the English patch is supposed to be ready to go. Um, and it, it's supposed to just replace all the text. And I guess we'll see how it. Right, so, so now it's going to be, oh, Lordy, I can't wait for the British to come and civilize us. Oh, man. <laughs> and they're going to be talking about fizzy pops all the time. Yes. Right, so you're no longer getting getting bored. You're opening up a, a bottle of fizzy pop. <laughs> Matumbe, we must return to our flats. <laughs> uh, hey, Gunga. <laughs> So I mean, like one grill. of those like forget off grill. You're going to talk to the chimney sweep. I know, whatever. That I'd play that game. <laughs> the chimney sweep is responsible. It's for going to be like the, lo the localization of Phoenix Rye where they pretend to be an LAX. It's going to be London. We <laughs> <laughs> must go to Kings to my hut at, at King Square. <laughs> Oi, Charlie, this is Joe, Prince. Palace in the middle of the forest. Akuna Isn't Matata. It's to be part of the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. To give him all of our diamonds. <laughs> All right. Well, any final thoughts on uh, on Aryan? It's it's good. I, I'm really enjoying it. Good. Yeah. One, one quick question, that. if I may, and I, I do intend to get around to playing this at some point. But when I played the demo, if I had kind of one nagging criticism, it seems like these guys maybe uh, watch a lot of anime. Oh yeah, that's still there. Uh, they <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they obviously it's watch basically TVC. It's 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 literally Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. Oh, we should have just led with that. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think that was ever going to change. I mean, it's, it's, it's clear, it's, it's clear that this is like some. I, I think that's actually. It's so great, like, like, it's like it's like 
Dragon Ball Z is like the middle ground that everyone fucking knows. <laughs> so, that's like that's the common ground every person on the it's planet. I mean, everybody, like, everybody, everybody knows, knows everybody knows about Hitler. That doesn't mean that. <laughs> You didn't like you didn't like Dragon Ball Z. No one likes Dragon Ball Z. You like Dragon yeah, well, Ball Z. Well, How did that happen? Fuck up with that one. Remember, Jared, Radiohead. You might has nothing to do with Dragon Ball. You might be the first person I met that likes Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> I, I mean, everybody liked. I remember, I remember, I remember fondly from my childhood. You know, it's like it's like that's kind of that thing that you watched with all the other kids on the yard. It was like. I don't know, wrestling or Saved by the Bell or something. Everyone watched Dragon Ball Z and then they, they went to school the next day and they reported at it. Like, you can't watch it now. It's unwatchable Not, not to be contrarian, but I didn't watch any of that shit. I think, I think wrestling's probably a good comparison. That's, that's fair. You know, like, I, it's, like that, it's definitely not something you can, you can kind of sift through anymore, but I think, I think kind of like a fond childhood memory, yeah, I would say that's, that's common for a lot of people. Okay. It was like, you know, what you talked about when you were in your school and you didn't know anybody, but you know they probably when I watch Dragon Ball Z, so. <laughs> I, right, exactly. You guys must have grown up in different places, because I don't... Yes, really. He did, and, but that's the thing. Like, he grew up in Argentina, and I grew up in, in you know, New York City, and it's like, you know, we have Dragon Ball Z as that, as that common ground. We both yeah. watched it. Like I, talk about it. I know the kid. I have a perfect vision of him in my head right now. The <laughs> Dragon Ball Z kid and his super cool shirt with blue fire on it. Um, no, I didn't have. I didn't have that. I had a brown shirt, and it was Goku and Super Saiyan mode. Well, that's fine too. That kid's never, funeral was so sad. I never got any of the Dragon Ball Z shirts. My parents would play it. Oh, yeah, that, that heart and attack while masturbating play, in know, his parents' basement was pretty rough. Of all the, of all the video games still sitting on my wish list, and, and if it ever fucking goes on sale and if I ever have enough money, I'll grab it. I still want to play Dragon Ball BX. Or XB or whatever it's called. The one with oh, the, uh, Xenoverse. Xenoverse, that's the one. You get to yeah, see the time we, traveler and all What that. fucking planet am I on? Where? What? <laughs> I'm sorry that uh, that you had a Why do you hate everything, Jared? Jared, it's a minority thing. <laughs> Why do you hate everything, Jared? What what happened? What hurt you with Dragon Ball Z? Tell I me. I just didn't. It's like uh, you. It's like Barney, you know, the dinosaur. Like <laughs> I respect him and his I'm ability sure to love me. At some point, we all like Barney the dinosaur too. Yeah, but I mean, maybe for like a minute. I, I was actually too old for Barney. Uh, Barney was cutting in a little close. I was actually too old for Barney. It was all about that Sesame Street, though. That yeah, Bebop was hot. Sesame Street for real. Yeah, Doug's right. Bebop's pretty smoking. I'd drub her Triceratops horn. <laughs> I will say this. I was sick. Uh, I, I got sick once and had to stay home from school. Like, really sick. Uh, like, bedridden, miserable. And uh, I, as I was watching TV throughout the day, uh, I turned to channel like 7 or 11 or whatever, the P- PBS, and Teletubbies came on. And it was oddly soothing. <laughs> there, just, there wasn't anything to process. There was no conflict whatsoever. <laughs> there was just a baby and a son, and everyone was happy. And, yeah, for, and for whatever reason, it worked for me. And I remember my sister came home from school, and I didn't hear her. And she like walked in the room while I was watching Teletubbies, and um, yeah. You know, you know, at that point, you might as well just like whip your dick out and start masturbating. <laughs> I, 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 at least it looks like a sex thing. How about this? If it wasn't, if it wasn't Dragon Ball Z, how about Techno Man? 
I don't know what Techno Man is. You got okay. You didn't do Techno Man. What yeah, about no. okay? Everyone had to do Pokemon. You, got, you guys didn't grow up in 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 Latin America, but there used to be this show called Super Campeones, which is a soccer anime. And oh my god, that sounds like something you would like way too much. <laughs> oh no, we had that growing up in Montana. I don't know what that is either. Okay, so Montana. <laughs> you know what Montana is? No, I know about Montana. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I don't. What is that? Here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the anime it's we just had. Canada. It's just yeah, yeah. Give, give, give me the anime. We had uh, we had um, Ninja Scroll. We, yeah, what Ninja Scroll? Yeah, and you were pretty cool That's, if you had a copy of Ninja Scroll. Man, oh, I, I, oh I, you're I, talking about you're talking, no, this is shit that was on like, TV, like shit that came on TV. What? You didn't see it on television. No, you couldn't. I don't think that I ever saw anime on television. Aside really? from Fox, Fox cartoons did like Escaflone one year. Yeah. And then they, and it was fucking awful because they didn't finish it. They didn't air like the last four episodes. And they also had to censor the shit out of it too. Yeah, that too. So um, uh, I, I think the, fir- the first one that ever really got me hooked. No, there was probably two because sci-fi used to do like back-to-back movie things. So it was Venus Wars, and then they had Tenchi Moyo and Love back to back on Sci-Fi, and I, I was like, "Oh man, this this shit's good." And I was into that for the next four years, and now looking back, I'm not sure so what like, it was about. In in order to like get anime of, of like the style of Ninja Scroll and stuff like that, I used to they used to like have this spreadsheet that was circulated through ICQ. You guys remember ICQ? I do. Uh, <laughs> And then we had to call this like really creepy guy and like meet him at like a strange <laughs> station. <laughs> I like exchange the money in the strange station for like a bag full of anime. Of course, all bootleg. <laughs> How are you still actually, alive, Lucio? Jesus you, Christ. Do you ever look back on these moments and think like, man, I could have been buying like heroin and gotten rich? <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. I, I grew up in Latin America, man. It's like, it, 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 there's, he was already in the army at this point. There's, there's, a place, there's, a, there's a place around the corner from me that people just kind of call the African Mart, and it's like this outdoor flea market. Um, and you go there for whatever like African items you want. You get dashikis and carvings and all that shit. I bought um, my wife. I, I love New York shirts. So yeah, very African. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it used to be I mean I mean, they, they do a lot of counterfeit stuff now but it's all counterfeit clothing it used to be that they used to do a lot of counterfeit other stuff so it would be like counterfeit toys and and counterfeit um, uh, sneakers and this and that but but you but you used to be able to get at the African Mart was counterfeit video games and counterfeit anime uh, a ton of bootleg anime and you could basically just give them like five dollars and you get three of whatever you wanted right um, and they really didn't care what you got. You could get fucking Legend of Overfiend, and I was like, like fucking nine years old or something. Um, they're like, yeah, just pick out three, and you could you could take them. Um, and that was how you got you. That's how, that's how you got anime. And I think like in the late nineties, there was a huge police crackdown of this place, and like they were just arrested left and right. And you know the place was in. Uh, they were forced to move and all that kind of stuff. But for for that brief moment in time, it was kind of like a paradise for all your kind of counterfeit needs but specifically anime man i forgot how fucking weird ninja scroll is <laughs> oh yeah. I, I there's a guy with a beehive on his back i remember that uh there's a giant guy that like tries to i we won't even we don't even i remember there's some titty sucking, titty sucking in ninja scroll he gets into trouble um the only thing <laughs> that i remember 
But yeah, like Ninja Scroll and like Vampire Hunter D and um, shit. What are the others? Those were pretty much it. Like that was the two. We had that's, that's not we that's had not two bad. animes, and that was it. And we liked it. And we liked it that way. We liked it that way. We got uh, yeah. Sailor Moon early in the mornings, and that kind of messed me up for a pretty long time in junior high school. Those are the short skirts. Mm. Those yeah, the just, skirts. It's that time when anime ruins people's lives, you know. I, I don't know. I, I thought I, I liked Sailor Moon growing up, and I never got over it. Yep. Yeah, see. <laughs> and now I play chicks in video games all the time. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. I like. I like like Sailor Moon, Pokemon. Dragon Ball Z. I feel like you had to have experienced one of those three in order to have had a childhood. Well, All right, it's probably it's probably inarguable. I mean, I guess you could also include like kickball. <laughs> yeah, some kids were drummer boys in the Civil War. No, no one last... cares about going outside, Jared. Or cup and ball. Any of those games, really? Any of the ball. I, actually, Papa, actually, I, remember, I remember. I remember. Um, because when I used to live in Queens, I remember that there were all these kids in the neighborhood, and we always go out and hang out and have your kind of Goonies type adventures, exploring shit you shouldn't explore. And then one of us got a Nintendo 64, and that was it. Going everyone outside again. Yeah, fuck that. Going outside's <laughs> the worst. Like, that was like the rest of our lives, and now here I am uh, at, at, at almost 12 midnight on the Vietnamese Live podcast. Hey, speaking of which, fucking end. we should talk about the detail before we, uh, before, <laughs> before, we before we pass the three-hour mark. Um, I also have something that I want to talk about. Oh, what did you want to talk about? How much I hate Star Fox Hero. Oh, fuck, I forgot that you <laughs> oh, had that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. You hate it? Oh, yeah. Really? Why? What's wrong with it? The controls are fucking awful. Oh, yeah. So they didn't fix that it's, then. It's fucking unplayable. I was worried that they wouldn't fix that. It's it's the most frustrating game I've ever played in a long time because it's easy, but it's impossible at the same time. Yeah, the, the dual screens are... Uh, this is a time where I was so certain when they delayed it that it was because they were going to strip that stuff out because they, they demoed this at E3, and I think everybody else probably hated it as much as i do at least i would hope so and so when they said that they were delaying the game i was like i'll bet you that they're gonna pull those uh controls out or like make it less mandatory but mm. it sounds to me like that's not the case no because they have an option to turn it off but then like in order to do anything you need to turn it back on yeah. and you still need to look at both screens at the same time somehow yeah, you that's, know, to be able to effectively fly. In the first, like, I, I could get through the regular, like, the levels that are like the old Star Fox game, but when you get to the arena places where you're, like, doing the dog fights with Star Wolf and stuff like that, I, that if I didn't have that second screen, I couldn't hit shit. Um, Not only that, but forget about that. The fucking walker sections, they, they have motion controls enabled all the time. You can't do anything without them. Oh, oh boy, motion oh. controls. Goody. So it's it's so I, I gave it a, the old college try and I got like halfway through the game. Like I said, it's not a hard game. It's just like the controls make it fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I I, I hated like every second of, of gameplay that I had. So like maybe I'm just like you know an old fart who can get away from my fucking buttons. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I gave it to my kids and my kids like try one level and they were like so done. Really. <laughs> Yeah, but I go want to play Mario Maker. <laughs> Boy, that's Star uh, Fox, more like Star Fag. So, yeah, that doesn't sound like his kids. They're good kids. Yeah, 
So, so you know, oh yeah, that's like, cool. those kids are pretty good. good so kids. you know, if if my kids didn't want to play it, then I think what? that's a pretty bad indictment. What, what hope does it have? Yeah, like you know. Well, that's that was exactly my concern when I played it. Was just that like, oh no, <laughs> it's uh, it's awful. <laughs> it was it very bad. that dual screen is very unfun it makes everything way more stressful than it has to be and uh it's just the fucking flip is like i'm gonna be dead i'm gonna die i'm gonna die you're like well you're shit out of luck because i can't get this shit to sorry lie slippy i gotta look down at the screen can't be <laughs> yeah. rescuing you i'm busy exactly too bad slippy <laughs> Right. I'll tell your mom you love her. Are you going to finish it, or are you going to pull a polygon and, and just I'm, refuse I'm, I'm to play only, any further? I'm going to try to finish it. Okay. Just to be I mean, you, could, you, could always, you could always review your experience of not finishing it. No. Yeah, I there, there's a review of me not playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are the things that I did besides playing. When native frittata. It was way better than the game. <laughs> Lou and his free tatas. Just, 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 when, that, you guys, when you guys sum up your PAX experience this year, remember to sum up how much you hate being there. Um, other than that, it's, it just feels like a very, like, like I don't know, man. It feels like I'm playing. It feels like I should be playing Star Wars 64, 64 instead. That's like, well, yeah. don't worry. Nintendo's still got some more tricks up their sleeve with Metroid Federation Force. Get ready. Yay. So, a, a, a few months ago, we had. A chat about how, like, as long as Nintendo kept releasing good games, I wouldn't mind buying a Nintendo game machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys better start making with the games, because, yeah. You better hustle this up, because yeah. I'm looking for <laughs> that. You're going to lose that valuable Argentinian <laughs> business. The whole new Nintendo uh, machine thing is not working out. I haven't seen anybody talking about Star Fox. Like, it came out, and then it's just kind of gone. I don't know. Someone talked about a fan animation that they did on Star Fox. Well, well yeah, that's the thing is that anime that they made is getting more uh, attention than, than the Let me game. put it like this, Jared. The same weekend that Star Fox uh, Zero launched, they did a Splatfest in Splatoon. So, so <laughs> yeah. people will go and play a better game. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad, you guys. I wish. Well, that... I don't think Nintendo has a lot of faith in it. I wish it didn't go that way. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, that's probably, like I said, probably part of why it got delayed. Uh, should have just been delayed forever is the thing. Delayed uh, and quietly canceled as they often do. Let's let's circle back to the detail. I want to make sure that we talk about that a little bit. Um, so, apparently, Michael says it's the best thing since sex. I am pretty bad at sex, is my understanding. That kind of just be sad. I think there was a communication <laughs> disruption there. But what is the detail, Michael? Tell us about it. So the detail is an interactive fiction. It, I'd say maybe like an interactive comic book that is, um, you know, since I don't know media, I don't really have anything to compare it to. But it's kind of like a, a gritty, I don't want to say noir, but it's like a gritty police drama. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes you through a, a couple of different perspectives, but you play as like the grizzled old detective who's trying to solve a murder. And, um, you've got one guy who's like his, uh, inside informant and then a rookie cop, you know, she's new to the beat whose partner gets murdered, things like that. Um, it's kind of similar to the style of telltale where 
it'll put you in situations and kind of make you choose, you know, do you want to, how you want to do things, uh, the way you want to approach it. Um, there are some, some small consequences to your actions. Uh, it's all done in a, or it's almost all done in a comic book style, kind of like panel by panel. Although it does have some uh, point-and-click adventure style uh, scenes as well, where you, you know, walk around, pick up evidence, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where I'd really have a hard time finding nice things to say about it. At the same time, I'm not I'm not having a bad time. Um, I've played the first two episodes, and they're they're doing an, you know, an episode. Hmm? I I didn't you say it's the best thing you played this year? Hmm? That was being a little more sarcastic because I like the oh, picture okay. where I changed my name to Kevin. Sar- sar- sarcasm to carry online. Right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, no, like I said, I don't. I'd have a really hard time telling you like anything that's specifically good about it. Like the art isn't very good. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't have voice acting, which I think is probably a good choice for most games because voice acting, you know, bad voice acting is worse than no voice acting. Uh, but it's trying really hard to make you care about these characters, and it doesn't have a lot of time to do it. So, like in The Walking Dead, you know, you can you can gather a lot about Lee just by like the way he says a couple of things, and it doesn't have animation or it it has very few animations. So, like you can't have that like sympathetic head nod to you know kind of build that rapport with the character. Um, for the most part, it's like still shots. Uh, there's no voice acting, and there's almost no sound effects. So, it just kind of feels like a little. It feels very hollow for the most part. Um, it does have background music, but it just it doesn't. It's hard to feel invested in this world when it's just so quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot to ask because I've played games like that before, mm-hmm. but they always have something. What what about the music? Is the soundtrack good or? It's it's all right. It's mostly piano, a little bit of um. Seems to have a lot of mandolin, but. So I have I have I have, a, I have a question that kind of sure. Um, because you say there's like no, no music, no is, is there? How what's the interactivity like? Is it more like you're reading a comic book, or is there is it at least got a fair level of yeah? Of what are like what are like what are like the investigation segments like? Yeah, it kind of goes back and forth. Like, so it'll put you in a section where like maybe you're at a bar and you're talking with your partner, and it'll it'll, it'll just be kind of like dialogue options, kind of similar to Telltale. It's not timed, but it's you know. He'll ask you a question. You can be like terse or you can say nothing or you can, uh, you know, tell him what's on your mind. And then it'll put you into some more interactive scenes, kind of like a point and click adventure where that'll have you like walk around. And usually it's pretty much like you just kind of walk from one point to another to talk to somebody and kind of engage in another one of those telltale like sections. Um, A couple of them, there's a couple of murder scenes you investigate and they do have a little bit of interactivity, kind of like, you know, solve the puzzle they're not they're not super in depth. Um, I will say, like one of the things I think that's hampering this game is that the the staff I believe they're from Finland, so their English is really good, but it's not quite good enough. And I think they really need to nail that to kind of capture that gritty drama they're going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think they lose that a lot of time. However, as a police procedural, I don't know if they just watch like Law and Order day after day, but. Um, it's it's good enough that I can't pick out any any uh, inconsistencies. So I I, I think I, I kind of feel you know I I kind of understand what you're what you're talking about. It's like Life is Strange is very similar where it was like French 
doing American culture, but it was clear they watched like a lot of John Hughes movies together. Mm-hmm. Close, but not quite close enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, in, in fact, at one point, like this takes place in, I think it's supposed to be like a, a Detroit style, like, you know, broken down metropolitan area in, in America. But one of the characters mentions like, yeah, he has a flat downtown. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's things like that. Like, like everything's going smoothly and, and. Oh, yeah. And she's going to the like, free, uh. To the free clinic to get this. Yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to go to the to the diner and we're going to have a, a hamburger and fries and a blood sausage. He shot me. Well, don't worry. With socialized medicine, everything will be okay. <laughs> With a marvelous. <laughs> yeah, let's get you a fizzy bubble and send See, you on your way. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the reason I'm asking. I guess, I guess, do dialogue choices have any kind of impact on the story, or is it it's so? Is it um, static as far as you can tell? I finished the first two episodes today, and I went back and replayed it uh, in a different way to see. And by and large, as far as I can tell, at least at this point, and it's, you know, I'm I'm waiting for the, the concluding episode of season one, so maybe things will come full circle. Right. A lot of it just seems to be kind of flavor, like, you know, what you say and do in the moment will be... And, you know, the thing is, like, I don't... I don't fault games for that. Like everybody was, you know, down on games like Mass Effect because they said they were going to have, you know, meaningful choices that made a difference in the story. I kind of feel like the fun is in making those choices at the time. Mm-hmm. But in a, in a game like a Telltale game where choice is really like the only thing you're doing, it is a little disappointing to not see it play out better. You know, it's more I, more meaningful. Have you ever played the um, the Ace Attorney series of games, Phoenix Wright, and all of them? I haven't. No. Okay, because I was going to ask if it's anything like that. Um, everything, yeah, I know, everything I know, Michael would tell me that he would love that series. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 law. He's interested in law. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's so, the thing. <laughs> it's solving murder. I mean, mystery. yeah, the series is pretty much like a book of like cases, <laughs> uh, especially the one with the ghost. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that Michael would super hate the Ace Attorney series. I mean, he might. There's a, there's a good chance that he might. I was, I'm fifty fifty on it, um, but I'm I'm I was more asking for comparison's sake as to whether or not it feels like because what I'm really trying to do is I'm really trying to figure out if there's any reason the detail just shouldn't be a comic book, like if there's any compelling compelling reason that it has to be a video game. That's basically what I'm asking. Um, I mean, there are some scenes that I played out, um, you know, quite a bit differently depending on the choices I made. Like I said, I don't think they have like lasting impact, but. Uh, that that is actually maybe one thing I could say is you know one of the characters is the grizzled detective, and my first playthrough like he was I played him as kind of like a hard ass like I beat up suspects and you know <laughs> fake warrants and basically was just kind of like I was a good guy but I was doing you know questionable means to get it and the game didn't like take every chance it could to like slap my hand and be like no you should have been nice you can't you can't <laughs> right, break the law. Right. Um, you know, that does come and bite you in a couple of scenarios, but at the same time, like there's one where I have to, I apprehended a suspect by like slamming his head in a door and, <laughs> and I think that was actually like the more viable of the two options. So, you know, it's, that's actually kind of, kind nice. of cool though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause most games, like if you do that kind of thing, it's like, Oh, Oh, you, you tortured that suspect who had the information. Now we're going to punish you for it for the rest of the game. Yeah. Yes, like, hey, remember the time you tortured that guy? Hey, it's excuse like me, t- Michael. Maybe you don't remember, but you tortured that guy. <laughs> it's like we we're talking about last time, you know, with stories where, you know, like 
they put these options in the game, but then uh, the, the actual like developer is horrified if you pick them. <laughs> right. Well, game, I think I think and, and I think Jarrett can attest to this, but Game of Thrones got really annoying with that. It's like they 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 reminded you every five seconds when you made a choice that clearly wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they had some curious choices or curious ideas about what the right choice was because I. I tried to make peace with the White Halls, and they took every chance to be like, "You stupid pussy." Yeah, I remember. It's like, "Hey, we told you not to not to go to Tyrion." Hey, you motherfucker! You went to Tyrion. Why'd you go to Tyrion? Don't go to Tyrion. <laughs> oh God, I hated that shit. <laughs> so okay, I guess that's one thing I'll I'll credit the detail with is it it feels like pretty much any option is a valid option. Um, right. We'll see how it wraps up. Uh, it is releasing the final episode uh, on Thursday, so. Um, I'll try to I'll try to include that in my review is how much I feel like it was meaningful or how much how much free reign because I I'm guessing probably we're we're working our way towards one ending no matter what but uh, hopefully there will be some satisfying choices to be made up until that point mm-hmm. right right cool. all right good deal well do you guys want to hit on uh, Neo real quick yeah you get a chance to play it Doug uh, no I did not uh, I probably won't for. Maybe Friday. Are you gonna play it ever? I might. I wanted to. I want to try it, but I. This is not a good week for me. Mm. Um, you're going to do that Dark Souls withdrawal, and you have to go to your clinic. No, I'm just really busy. Sure. I like, I like my. I like my story better. Yeah, I mean, Doug's is a He's good got story a bunch too. Of AA meetings. He's on an IV drip. So what happens? Um, what happens in Neo? You white-haired, lovable Japanese man, you. <laughs> Well, we already talked about the, I guess, the bizarre story this thing is based on, right? Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. he was the um, Witcher. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he's Geralt. <laughs> we did this. And, we did this I'm, whole thing. I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and guess that um, the real William Adams did not deal with a ton of evil yokai and demons, and and he didn't have spirit animals. I'm just going to venture make that guess. Yeah, that just shows you how much you know about history. I was going to say, everything I've ever seen about Japanese history indicates to me that there were demons everywhere <laughs> all the time. And we've only um, just recently solved that problem. The only demons are the ones that run wild in schoolgirl panties in Japan. I, I guess um, it, it feels very much like Dark Souls meets Ninja Gaiden. The good name, Ninja Gaiden. The one good one that they did. And I don't have any any qualms with that. It it moves faster than Dark Souls three. It doesn't move quite as fast as Bloodborne, um, but it definitely feels like a marriage. Like it feels like if Team Ninja were going to do a Dark Souls, this is what Team Ninja would do. Um, it moves at a fast enough clip. But it's um, enemies are very punishing, but it's fair in that you kind of have to learn. The system in order to get by because I was kind of approaching this how I would uh, Bloodborne or Dark Souls where it's like okay I can go in I can take a hit and and kind of get my bearing and all that kind of shit but it's like no uh, if you take a hit then you're going to die like the it, it starts out you have shit for armor um, enemies can one shot you you kind of have to keep moving just like you often do in Team Ninja games and you have to keep getting behind enemies you have to keep going for you know it's really easy to move around it moves. It moves fast enough that you can quickly get behind enemies and, and effectively parry them and block them and uh, fuck them up. But if you don't do that, then the game gets to be like really punishing and hard. And um, it's almost like playing as if you only have that one light that you did in like Ninja Gaiden, um, where if you fuck level up, then you would be starting all over again. So it 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 it's kind of like the perfect marriage of games, I would say, in terms of how gameplay goes. Like it it 
Um, I'm definitely kind of digging it. I like um, the speed at which it moves. I like the different weapons so far. You know, so far you get um, katanas and spears and battle axes, which I'm pretty sure were common Japanese weapon. Um, And you get things called weapon skills, where you can summon your spirit animal and they'll imbue your weapon with whatever magic they're assigned to when you can just use it to kind of fuck up the enemy. And it's big, and it's a nice big spectacle, and it's um, um, it's Team Ninja doing their thing. And, um, it, you know, the best part about Neo is that it's not a franchise they can ruin. It's not like Dead or Alive or or, <laughs> or Metroid where they can take it and ruin it. It's like a brand new thing that they're doing. I'm the sure thing. they're at home being like, challenge accepted, Mr. J. <laughs> So what you're saying is that it's a brand new uh, promising IP they can ruin. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the first one will be really promising, and then from there, um, they can go ahead and wreck it. Um, the environment, so they, you know... The question is, how are the breast physics? Um, I have not went, run into a woman yet, so I don't know about the breast physics. I don't, I don't know if you so. will, just based off the imagery what? I see when I look up the game. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's so far just, just a ton of dudes that I've, I've been slaughtering and who've been slaughtering me. They go do sausage fest and, you know, I guess samurai kept young boys around for their needs, so why not? Um, you know, the environments, it, 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 it's weird because you have like this kind of um, high concept story where you're fighting demons. But it's all kind of very traditional Japanese village and it's all a little claustrophobic right now. Um, it's pretty enough. It looks good enough. Uh, it's, it's definitely not topping... Dark Souls in like the visuals category right now, mm-hmm. um, but it kind of works for what it is. It's like yeah, I'm running around in Japanese village, whatever. Um, maps right now feel a little restrictive and linear, and especially if you're coming in Dark Souls three, uh, where everything was like just kind of massive and epic, this is going to feel a little claustrophobic. Um, and like from and and um, I guess the last thing to talk about is like the loot. You get a lot of loot. You get a lot of armor and weapons and and almost everything you kill is dropping something. So there's a even though you can't create your own character, there's a nice chance to kind of customize William um, and make him like this. Like you go from this sad little fisherman, uh, which you want to be to this badass samurai and all this armor pretty quickly. And it's a game that's heavily, heavily, heavily gear dependent. You definitely have to have armor that matches the area. You definitely have to have weapons that match the area. Um you definitely have to keep your stuff prepared and in good shape. You know, you don't get any kind of grace in terms of that stuff. Um, so, um, you know, once your weapons break, all that kind of shit, you're going to find enemies are one-shotting you again. You're going to find you can't do any kind of damage to them. Um, so it's a, it's a game where you know, where you go in knowing that you have to find items in order to make your character effective in any kind of way. Um but you know, it's not like it's not like Dark Souls where you're where you're you have to uncover like a third of the map before you find your first item. It's basically everything you're killing is dropping something, mm-hmm. um, and if you can't use it, you can sell it and use it to level up. And um, I don't know, it's good. I think I think it I think it has potential. Um, you know, right now we're in kind of alpha stages. I didn't have a chance to to see how the multiplayer works yet, but it seems like it works a lot like Dark Souls, at least as far as cooperation goes. Um, I, I guess the only kind of weird thing is the story, because it's clear that they have a very intentional lead character, right? Like they're basing it off of an actual person, um, and it's clear that they that they're basing it off of this guy's mythos and his legends, and um, they have a very clear narrative in store. But the way the story unfolds so far is very much how it unfolds in a Dark Souls game, 
Um, and there's just something about the way their narrative is structured that doesn't quite sit right with me. And, you know, Teen Ninja's never been good at story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this, that doesn't surprise me that this, this is... is the this is place. the same director as Metroid Other M, I'll add in. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so. so it, it doesn't, it doesn't so, shock me that right so, now. So a good story, story, you're saying. <laughs> it's going to be a great story. Uh, it's going to be a great story. But, but so story-wise, it's lacking. But I would say gameplay-wise, it's like if you... If you want to see Team, Nin- Team Ninja do a, a, a Dark Souls game, this is the game. It's like it doesn't get um, everything. Everything about Dark Souls is familiar. It's, it's all down to where items are placed. Like they switch the they switch the controls around a little bit, but everything's the same. Light attack, heavy attack, block parry. Um, everything's kind of exactly the same. You get a little bit of combos um, in terms of building up your character, but you know, the leveling system is the same as Dark Souls. It's it's Dark Souls. It's, it's Team Ninja does Dark Souls. It's the game. So, is this a new thing? Are we going to start seeing, like, everybody do their own Dark Souls? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. Call of Souls. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Did, did, answer your question, yes. Okay. I won't be happy, because every you, most of the games that try it suck balls. I agree with that. Um, Not even Dark Souls will happen. I mean, I, w- I was actually thinking, even when I was watching the Uncharted 4 demo, that it looked a lot like Dark Souls. So Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Uncharted 4 is basically Dark Souls. It's I mean, I, tried, I, I could get behind but, that. Uncharted was always Dark Souls. Pretty much. Actually, actually, let's take a look at all of the... Uh, you know, let's go out on this note. Let's take a look at all the Souls-likes that are coming out. So we have Neo. Um, we have one called Memory of Elderum. We have Iter, of course. Um... Uh, we have something called Death's Gambit, which is a kind of... And then we have Necropolis and Parish, both of which sound horrible because they have procedural generation. A game called Below, a game called Examina, um, a game called Dark Mouse, which is actually out now. So it's, 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 this is just the start. We got it off. It's gonna, this is just the start. It's going to keep going, and then you're going to be as sick of Dark Souls as you are Slender and, and the Minecraft clones and the Five Nights at Freddy's clones and... And do any of them have winches? I mean, hey, man, whatever, <laughs> whatever makes money. Yeah, do, 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 I, that's what we really need, so that winch gameplay. <laughs> I do I do want to mention before we close out, and I won't spend a lot of time on it. I'll barely spend any time on it. But I do want to mention money. that today uh, Hearthstone launched their, launched their new expansion, and it includes the best card that they ever put in the game ever, and that's Yogg-Saron Hope's End. Uh, yes, which of is course. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm glad you're so excited for this, Lucio. <laughs> you know me; I, I live and die by the Hearthstone cards. <laughs> it's an amazing, it's an amazing card. And uh, if they, if the game ends and they've never done anything else right, this was right. They did this right. This is a card. What, what, what makes this card so special? <laughs> the card casts a completely random spell for every spell that you have already cast in the game. Uh, so if you cast 12 spells when you drop Yogg-Saron, it will cast 12 spells that are entirely random. It could be any any spell from any class, from any card, just completely random. And then on top of it, it chooses all the targets for those spells randomly as well. So it's not uncommon for you to summon it down onto your board and have it like immediately kill itself and then start attacking you with spells... And then, you know, maybe make you draw cards so that your hand's full and you start to burn cards. And then I suppose I suppose if you're gonna channel 
madness personified into a deck of cards. That's how the how you would do it. Right. It, it fits the theme really nicely. And, and I mean, it's still it, it, most of the uh, situations where I've watched it, it still wound up winning the game for people. But a lot of weird shit happens along the way. <laughs> um, have any of you played D&D Second Edition? Yes, of course. You guys, do you remember the Wild Mage? Mm, can't say that I do. So the Wild Mage was, was this... Uh, Second Edition had this thing called kits, which were like special modifications to existing classes. So for example, you could be like a Blade Dancer, which was a warrior that could cast spells but could wear armor. Uh, one of them was the Wild Mage. And what the Wild Mage had was, every time you cast a spell, your spells will be slightly stronger, but you will have to roll on this, like, D100 table of random effects. And that shit destroys campaigns. Like, it would just, like, you know, there would be stuff like, oh, you know, you change colors, or there would be bubbles, or there would be, like, you open a portal to, you know, <laughs> the people playing, uh, stuff like that. Your character uh, will be transported to another realm and be imprisoned. Yeah, exactly. So this kind of reminds you of that. It's like the kind of like thing that looks fun on paper, but then when you like start playing with it, it's like, oh shit! Every time I have seen it, it's been amazing. Uh, oh. it's, Let me ask: Would I have picked the card in the red picture draft? Maybe it looks pretty mean. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I always remember Yogg-Saron looking like something you don't want to fuck with. So. Yeah, I mean, badass. he looks he looks pretty tough, and yeah, I mean, like like Jay said, it's it's madness personified, right? Like it's. Uh, just... I mean, it's it's John Saran's one of the old gods. Pretty yeah. Much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's pretty wild. I'll send you guys a video of it so you can see it in action. I, I you'll probably still understand uh, what's happening. It's it's pretty crazy, but oh, that's all right. People are already tripping out like like <laughs> twenty four spell combos. Uh, that just take forever. Like the turn takes ages and winds up killing everything. And I don't that know. That sounds like fun. It is. It's a good. It's a good game. Anyway, you can buy it today. If you enjoyed Hooray. our podcast today, I would suggest that you go check out our website. It's enemyslime.com. You should follow us on social media. Uh, you can. It's at the Enemy Slime on Facebook, Twitter, fucking YouTube. I don't know all of it. Tweet at us. You can ask us for fun uh, Coke facts, and uh, we won't send any back. Tell us which game franchise we should fix next. Yeah, let us know which game franchise we should fix next. That's a good point. We've got uh, nothing on our docket now that we fixed everything. So, all right. Well, we'll get we'll get around to that next week. And in the meantime, I think we're out. The story of Mexican folk is a lot more complex than this.